welcome to the first of our kind of podcast sermons, sermonettes, talks that we'll be putting out over the next few weeks as we can't kind of physically gather together, but we are here together as a church with our great God, Lord Jesus Christ, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And um, today we are going to be concluding our I Am series. If you've um, been journeying with us over the past few weeks, the spring term, you'll know that we've been looking at Jesus' I Am sayings in John's Gospel. And we've looked at such things as I am the shepherd, I'm the bread of life, I'm the resurrection, and the life. I am the way. And today we turn to scoop all of this up and looking at some further words of Jesus recorded by the Gospel writer John, but not in fact in John's Gospel in the book of Revelation, where Jesus, where God declares, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I am the truth, I am. And we know We've been hearing again and again through this series that as Jesus declares, I am, he is saying, I am, I am present right now, I'm eternally God, but I'm also, I am, for the things to come, in a time where he will return at the right hand of the Father, to set all things right, to scoop up all the muck and mild stuff that we're going through, all the joy and all the brokenness of this world now, to renew it to make it perfect in him, to judge the living and the dead, and to call us home. And so that's what we bend into, what we have been bending into, what we continue to bend into in these times. And we turn to Jane now to share more specifically some reflections around the Alpha and the Omega. Thanks, Lydia. So I'm going to read the passages when they come up in Revelation first. So that's chapter 1 and then chapter 22. So chapter 1, verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And we look at the end of Revelation, chapter 22, verses 12 and 13. Behold, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And as Lydia was saying, we've been um, looking at the I Am passages um, through the Gospel. And now as we look at um, this final one that in the final book of the Bible in Revelation, it's a great and very pertinent um, um, opportunity for us to think about again how God describes himself. We've heard, as Lydia said, about how God talks about being the I am of the light, of the good shepherd, being the bread, so much present in our times of uncertainty and need. And don't we know that and need that right now? And it's so good to have those as we've thought about them over the last few weeks. But with this one as we finish, again, it's so helpful for us in these times of uncertainty. 
because God is talking about how he is not only the very beginning, he is the start of all things, but he's the Omega, the end, the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last of the Greek alphabet, the, the first, the last, the beginning and the end, just reminding us that God is all-knowing, he's sovereign, nothing takes him by surprise. Nothing is unprecedented, the language of today. Nothing is unprecedented for him. He, what he has started, he promises that he will finish. And he knows that. He knows what to do. He knows where it's all going. And for those of us now in days where we literally kind of learn at five o'clock each day, what are the new changes? What are the differences that are going to be made on our lives? As we, as we think about our health, as we think about the health of others, um, as we might have real concerns about our jobs, what income we might have, where are we going to spend our time trying to be isolating? And indeed, for those of us who are working in the health service, bless you, um, going in each day, not quite knowing what each day will bring. And so, just as it is so key for us to know that the Lord is right with us, it's also so important in these times for us to be reminded and to stand on the rock of the confidence that God is right at the beginning, but he will take us right through to the end. In Belvin's um, personality profile, he is the ultimate completer finisher. So that would be someone who starts a project, but really has the resources and the vision and the energy to see it all the way through to the end. And I'm sure amongst us, some of us are better, better at that than others. When I was talking with Tim, we were thinking about what we might say in this uh, reflection on, on John's uh, uh, chapter in Revelation uh, with Tim. Unfortunately, he's ill, not with coronavirus, but just not quite well enough today uh, to help. We were talking about how um, I say to our new lodgers when they move in, um, or anyone who's just going to stay for a weekend or something, Tim's very generous, he's always very thoughtful, he'll offer you cups of tea, but if it doesn't arrive in five minutes, it isn't going to come. And please feel free to just make it yourself. Because although he's very generous and he's very thoughtful, he also gets distracted or he forgets or he's just busy doing something else and comes back half an hour later and thinks, oh, well, that's all right, it's just really cold. But, um, so I just say to our, our, our people who are staying, just make it yourself, because he doesn't always see things through. But the confidence that we have from these passages of the Lord describing himself as the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, is that God doesn't get distracted. He's not taken by surprise by this. He knows us in our now, but wonderfully, he also knows us in our future. So as we ponder and pray and think about our own lives, as we begin to connect with those in church, uh, who are our church family, as we connect differently, and as we think about how we might be connected with our community in different ways, in new ways, can we have that confidence as we read this and just allow this to 
us that the Lord has this, He knows this, He is with us and in this amongst us as individuals but across our whole nation and world. He has this, He is sovereign, He is our Alpha and our Omega and that is the rock that we can stand on in these uncertain times. And also, as we think of this passage of him being the beginning and the end, of what he starts, he will always finish. Let's begin now to begin to imagine what the Lord might do from these times. We know, don't we, that um, <clears throat> trees and storms um, that, and, and plants in sort of desert times, their roots grow deeper in these times to hold themselves against the wind and the you know, great storms of life and just the dry conditions in deserts. We know that that's how our, our roots go deeper. So let's imagine what the fruit of this will be in our own lives as we dig deeper and lean on him stronger to the Lord for our personal lives and walk with the Lord. But again, also as a church here, as a church family, how our relationships might develop ironically by not seeing each other in the flesh, actually that makes us make perhaps more of a concerted effort, a more specific effort to really connect in with people, to ask questions of one another, to get to know one another in different ways. And again, what fruit will there be from that that we can launch with once the shutdown has, has loosened off? And how will we to use that? And likewise, out in our communities, as we have, again, try different things and use different things as we pray for our communities, as, you know, the cards, lots of you will have seen, the cards um, that you can just pop through your neighbor's door. Tim and I, we're going to do that around the green. Some of our neighbors we know quite well, um, but some we still don't know. We've lived here nearly 15 years. But who knows what fruit might come from just trying to connect with them, maybe, you know, we'll set up a, you know, Parsons Green Triangle, what's that group? And what relationships might build and come from that that wouldn't otherwise? So who knows what the Lord might do, what fruit might come from these times as we connect and engage with one another differently. And that's, that's our prayer, that as we think about and we care for and we pray for those of us in our families, in our church, and in our community. How might the Lord um, use this, the fruit to come, that we'll see when we look back at the year of 2020 and what happened in these times. We appreciate the challenges of those of us who are going to have kids at home um, longer than the Easter holidays, um, those of us who want to be with others and can't travel to see them, those of us who've got wonderful plans and they've had to be postponed. We recognise there's crunchy times, um, but I, my hope and prayer for us is that we will see the Lord deepen our roots in our own lives and across our church community and out wider, which is the prayer we always have week by week, but that we will really see God at work in these difficult times. So we... Um, May we be a blessing to um, may our faith in the Lord deepen. May we be a blessing to those that we are praying for, that we have concerns for, and for our community.
those that we may not even yet know. May that be something that we can share the confidence and the hope and the trust in our Lord, who knows all things that are to come. He is the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. And may God, may we see God at work in ways we couldn't.